Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kyle Beats Podcast. Today is a very special episode. I decided I wanted to do a best of the podcast so far type of episode. I feel like as the podcast um, keeps growing, there are a lot of episodes. There's a lot of episodes that kind of got unheard, I'll say, that were really great episodes that I really enjoyed. So I kind of, instead of just reposting one of them, I decided to make a best of the podcast so far um, episode with some of my older podcasts that you guys might not have heard for some of the newer fans and for the people who have been listening this whole time it's lit i kind of wanted to do this i wanted to do this before i put out the video version it's kind of like my way of launching the video version i guess um this version this video per podcast that i've been talking about for so long and um yeah in, in this podcast today you'll hear the episode i did you'll hear some of the episode i did with aries you'll hear nick mira um my produced by my bass gutters in here chucky beats taz taylor i think i don't know if i'm forgetting anyone but it's a really great episode i hope you guys enjoy it i think you will and i think it's gonna be a good one as usual make sure you screenshot you listening to this post on your story tag me make sure you um go to the go to the itunes store make sure you give this podcast a rating we're almost at 300 i always forget to say these things because i'm just so worried about putting the podcast out um but yeah go do all that stuff and follow me on instagram and um yeah without further ado this is amazing it's probably a very long episode let's get into it right now This first recording is a podcast that I did with Aries about a year ago. Um, we were talking about YouTube, we were talking about music, we were talking about um, a ton of stuff. This is the first time I actually talked to Aries ever. Um, and since this podcast, he's actually kind of blown up. He had that one song, Carousel, that was doing really well at the time. And he was getting those first numbers from YouTube to Spotify and like building that artist career after putting out those viral videos and it's super interesting to hear him talk now and then in it now he i mean now he's been hitting like a million monthly listeners a month on spotify or something crazy like that and um he's going on tour now he has a tour coming up like a little mini tour and um yeah this is crazy this first one is with aries so i actually tried doing the whole youtube thing uh back in like november or october of 2016 where i would i had like maybe 500 subscribers just from like posting music videos i had like 20 music videos i shit you not it was like almost 20 and like um i was like yo uh comment it was called give me a sample it was like the series i was doing i was like comment a song you want me to sample and i'm gonna sample it in the next video there was like no gimmick to get like a broader audience with it it was literally just me flexing that producer skill i guess um yeah and like i mean the people that were following like i guess at the time where some of them were my homies some of them were actually just like random people that stumbled across they're like oh shit this is dope but like there was no like it was kind of hitting a dead end so i just stopped after like 10 episodes of that um then come around like march um i that's when i had my homie's camera and like it was futures mask off was like really popping off and like i had done a song with that same sample like 
almost a year before. It was like uh, Tommy Butler's The Prison Song. And I'm like, bro, I know how this shit's made. Like, let me just show how, like, let me show the whole world how it's, uh, nah, I wasn't thinking that big, but I was just like, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to flex on YouTube one time and like, I guess, um, show people how this shit's made. And I did that and it got like 5,000 views and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this might be it. Yo, can I curse on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. Say, yeah. Bro, there's no, this, yeah. Um, there's no restrictions. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, when, when you when you started to get views, did you just figure out that hey, maybe this is a way I can get my music out there? <laughs> dude, that was the plan the entire time. Like, I didn't. I have no like. I don't want to be a YouTuber at all. Like, people like. I I said that yeah. from the very beginning. Like, I made that very clear. I'm like, yo, I'm literally just doing this. And I do it in, like, a pretty sly way. No one's ever like, yo, man, this guy's just doing this shit to plug his music. Like, I just, I make the videos because I actually enjoy doing some of them. Like, I did, yeah. like, If Ugly God Was Beautiful. Like, that, I, I enjoy yeah. that. Like, that's just funny to me. But, um, yeah, um, the, the whole entire time, it's just because, yeah, I, I want to make music. I've been doing this for five years, like, nonstop. Like, I think this is this is it for me like you know this is what i was put here to do so. yeah i don't know i think the cream fucking rises to the top too like you you and ramsoid are like super talented you know what i mean so it's like i don't know it's just when you see videos and um like you like you might not like doing them or someone might be like all right this is this seems similar to other videos or whatever yeah um i don't think it matters you know what i mean because yeah. you guys make sick fucking music you know thank what i mean you, thank you yeah. um for me too when i when i saw what was it what was the first one that it was carousel right the first uh -huh. one that got like that huge amount of views on yeah, Spotify yeah. And shit. when i saw that dude i was like all right this is it like i feel like for me i mean I, do you know who gary v is yeah yeah i listen to so much that's that's like why i'm super into podcasts, podcasts yeah definitely and like the joe rogan one and mm, um, joe rogan's dope too another one but like i don't know i just feel like in in a couple of years like people are people that, that's gonna be the move you know what i mean it's just like that's gonna be how you get your music out yeah because um just just like making a podcast and making a youtube channel and mm -hmm. making um i don't know yeah but yeah no i feel you i mean for me i just i do some stuff sometimes and i'm like fuck like yeah i don't like this thumbnail <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. For me, I just I just focus on the videos and keeping the videos consistent, and I just want that day in the life style. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know what my fucking goal is. I've been trying to put out songs. I've been trying to <laughs> like yeah. I'm working on that. And, um, but yeah, writing music is fucking hard. <laughs> it is, dude. Um, it's like, like a whole different beast. Yeah, if I were to ever put out like some of those older things i had i was literally just like i had to like i said i was way more like hip-hop like actually like trying to rap rap kind of thing and i was so like come conformative to like let's say like let me write a 16 bar you know like i was so yeah. just in that like rather than making just something that's actually unique and dope which i feel like i'm doing now maybe like you know um but yeah man it's it's fucking tough like i was trying to I wasn't really getting like a feeling when I would, I guess, like write songs. And I feel like now, um, I just half of these demos, I have like 50 demos on my fucking desktop. That's a lot yeah. of like 
a good amount of them are just me mumbling like a melody just but like it's ideas yeah, right? yeah but like that's what i've been doing yeah it's just super dope to me and i'm like jesus christ this is gonna be like my best song and every single one i'm like this is gonna be my best song it's gonna be my best song dude it's crazy man yeah. it's crazy like um i feel like that's what kept me coming back because um i don't know i i'm i'm 26 right now mm-hmm. i try to fucking i've tried a million things before this i talked about this in the previous podcast but yeah. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was, I was doing apps. I was playing soccer in college, like, oh yeah, that's crazy. until I was 21, obviously, gra- like, got out of there. Mm-hmm. I started, like, a business that was an app, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I wasn't even involved in music, like, at all. I was yeah. just making beats. I started making beats when I was 20. Yeah. Um, where, where, then, where do you see yourself in the end? Like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, what is your main <laughs> thing? Like, I, I say I want to do, like, like, I, w- I see myself, like, from when I was, like, a very, like, young age. I just wanted to be in a rock band and perform, like, just on stage and shit. Like, and I still see that. Like, what what do you... I don't know. It's weird because I kind of shifted. Once I... Because I always wanted to make music because I was making beats every single day. And I, w- I would mumble stuff in my head and I'd be like, this is tight. And then everyone kept yeah. commenting, like, yo, when are you going to record those? Like, when are you going to yeah record those down yo so that's like, what i yeah. like shout out the youtube commenters bro they always be saying some like really yo man yeah. you gotta turn that into a song make a full version or you know for, yo for real though like they'll tell you what you need to know yeah. <laughs> like that you it might make me pissed at something yeah. like because uh, um for example people have been saying like why the fuck is all this dude's beats like happy and shit yeah. because i don't know i went through a spree of making like super dark beats and um, I don't know. They'll just tell you what's going on because they're watching it every day. Yeah. But I think for me right now, I just want to have. It's more of like I just want to turn it into like this big, like, thing surrounding Kyle Beats. I want to put out my own music. Mm-hmm. I want to have like a. I want to have like a vlog. You know what I mean? Like, yo, a whoa, day what, in would, life. what would your artist name be? Would you still be Kyle Beats? I, yeah, I would just. I would That'd just be fucking sick. That'd be fucking <laughs> sick. You're like, yeah, you're doing all this like vocal stuff, and you're still just Kyle Beats, bro. Damn. Yeah, hundred percent. That's tight. Yeah, I just want to fucking stick with it. Yeah, I decided that quickly, yeah. just because it's it's catchy cause too. It's, Kyle it's like fuck. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's it's funny because like that's what people used to call me when I, I was making little fucking remixes in college. Uh, yeah, Kyle just Beats. like throwing throwing eminem acapellas over like Katy perry instrumentals <laughs> but yeah i think i don't know my goal is just like i would love to um put out music have it do well uh, i think you inspire me too seeing what you've done just hell from yeah. youtube to spotify i was like jesus christ like <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> like like um i would love to put out music have a sick like every other day vlog type of thing um, I don't really like the podcast is cool. I, I, I think for me, podcast is like every now and then type of thing. And I just like to sit down and talk and inspire people. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just have a lot of shit to talk about. And I don't know. I would love to like do a tour and like, <clears throat> I would see what other YouTubers are doing that have millions and millions <coughs> of followers yeah. that have these daily vlog series. And like, mm-hmm. it's like they're getting, they'll post a video, get 500,000 views in like a week. Yeah. And then, you see them they go on these tours where they don't really have like a talent 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They're just like super funny or or super whatever, and then they just go on. Like I know Jake Paul is fucking huge right now, but like he's selling out like venues that like G Easy's selling out. You know, what I mean? or like whatever. Like mm-hmm. he's selling out like three thousand place venues across the whole U.S. and he yeah. does nothing. Yeah. Like he doesn't do anything. And I don't know, just seeing, just seeing how much of an effect the internet has. I love to just be able to put out music, make sick music videos, yeah, and just develop like, um, I don't know, just like a sick right. brand that inspires a bunch of people. Like with the vlog, I feel like everything is gonna be built around like a vlog for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you you definitely got your own thing going. With that. Yeah, I just like to do it. I just have like a background of and videos and shit too. And yeah. Just getting real creative with it and shit. What about you, man? What's your uh, what's your long term um, goal where you want to bring everything? I mean, you're yeah only twenty right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you still have a lot of time. So why? It's kind of just like um, everything. I guess like if you're to write down like one of those like bubble brainstorm things, music would be just like right in the center. But I definitely like I I want to do clothing. Um, yeah, I want to do, dude. I want to go into video games. I'm fucking for real. I've never said this. This is exclusive right now. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I, people I don't no know. People don't know how good I am at Super Smash Bros. Like you know, it's just dude, like that type it. of shit, bro. Like I will wait if anyone N64? wants to smoke. Hell no, nah, bro. I play the Wii U, oh. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Bro, Dude, like, it's I, just that type of shit. Like, I, I'm super, like, I'm inspired by that. I'm inspired by a lot of Pokemon. I'm inspired by a lot of anime. Like, I'm just, like, super yeah. into, like, I grew up drawing first, like, before I made any type of music. Like, I would literally just have, like, tons of drawings of fucking just random shit I would make. And, like, people knew me for that more in high school than my music. Because I was that yeah. motherfucker's just drawing shit or just writing, like, you know? So yeah, I, I used to love that too. I just suck at drawing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I just I just know that I'm not. That's like yeah. not where my talent is. But I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's just like I I wanna I wanna do everything involving the arts. I guess like I would love to direct more videos. I mean, I just uh I'll have a music video ready in like two weeks. I think now. But I like I yeah. help direct it. I just don't have time to fucking edit it anymore. Like that. I did a Dead Man Wonderland video for one of my songs. Um. And, yeah, like, that, that shit took, like, fuck, it took too long, bro. Like, I need to be working Dude. on music, you know, getting that output. Um, but, yeah, yeah. definitely, I like, creative control 100% on everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can see that just from um, just, like, your your cover art and just, yeah, just, it's all, the, just, just all the so, branding yeah, behind It's just areas. so shitty, I yeah. <laughs> 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 it, looks, it looks like I just opened Microsoft Paint. <laughs> just, yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, um what the fuck else was i gonna say i just lost my train of thought like that dude by the way i shit you not on n64 i'm not mario uh not super smash brothers but i'm literally the greatest mario kart player (laughs) on the yo i have that easily i don't have the super smash bros on n64 but i do have the fucking i'm I'm all right like i i've been beaten by a good amount of people on on super smash i'm i'm probably above average but like Mario Kart, I swear to God, I'm the best player in America. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, like, see, here, here's the thing. Imagine. I have like time trials, world records on that fucking game. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you had like a huge ass music falling, right? Like, like 10 times bigger than what it is now. And then you won like a, a Mario 64 fucking <laughs> 
like contests or whatever the hell they do the yeah. tournaments you know it's just like what the fuck like who is this cop beats guy bro well <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's the thing is like you can like i don't know like once you get the following you can branch out into the other the yeah. things that you're good at Word. like i remember when it was um when it was when it's nice out like sometimes i'll just bring my like my vlog camera down to the field and like i'm nice at like juggling a soccer ball like i can mm-hmm. do tons of tricks and shit and just like throwing your life into it and i don't know yeah yeah i don't know there's, there's there's a lot that can happen right now i feel like that's a problem i have with my days um it's just figuring out what to do next because mm-hmm. like in the back of my head i'm like i need to finish these songs and then I'm also thinking about putting out videos, podcasts. Um, I can't even think of them right now. There's fucking yeah. so many things. I no, no, I just, feel that. Yeah. And then just like making kits and putting out beats and shit too, and all that. Yeah. All that jazz. There's, that's the thing with like our, you know, our kind of job direction. I wouldn't even call it a fucking job, but like, you know what I mean. It's just we don't actually have, like, a cap of, like, what we need to do today. Like, we could just endlessly work. And I think that's kind of just in itself, like, it creates, like, unsatisfaction for me. Like, do you know what I mean? Just, like, yeah. there's not, like, a limit to how much I can work today or tomorrow or the next day. Yeah. Like, I can just keep going um, as long as I want to. And, like, I think just over the years, it's just like, yeah, just I, I always feel like very unsatisfied, which is a shitty thing sometimes, but it's also good because you like to get things like perfect. But then like that in itself also just creates like, I don't know. It's like, it's just sad when shit just doesn't go your way. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I just, yeah, it, it sucks sometimes. I'm, I'm like crazy perfectionist about yeah, a lot. No, I feel you. So. I feel you. Yeah, I get that way with certain things. I remember when I first was uploading beats to YouTube and shit, um, like consistently about like I don't know two, two years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was two years ago. Do you still have these videos like, up and shit? Yeah, I left them all up, man, just cause like I mean some of them I took down. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I put unlisted because when I started putting out the beat making videos. I wanted to put like the most popular videos tab, but yeah. <laughs> one of them was like or an instrumental that I reproduced that had like 50,000 views yeah, and I didn't yeah, want it to yeah. show up there. So I had yeah. to put it unlisted. Um, but yeah, I was just uploading beats and I would literally dude, like there would literally be half a second in there mm-hmm. where something would glitch and there it would go black for a second and I'd re-render the whole video in After Effects for fucking four hours and then yeah, yeah. waste a whole day doing it. It would get 50 views and like, I don't know. I, I just, that. I've become a lot better at not being a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, that's why I like, that's why I like putting out as much content as possible because it makes me less of a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. And then like every now and then making a video that I might take a couple days to make or, that's why I'm excited to put out um music too is like i can just take my time and put that out yeah and then um take my time with the songs or whatever and video like music videos and um because you need that i feel like you need that art part of it like i was talking to you know that kid my produced by my yeah yeah he like popped off the past like couple months mm-hmm. but um i was telling him i was like i don't even record I, I like I was like I don't even make beats anymore if I'm not recording it. <laughs> yeah. Like every single beat I make is with a camera on. Yeah. Um, which is pretty retarded. I started getting to that point like last summer, 
and that's when I was just like, Jesus, bro, like this YouTube thing is kind of, that's when I kind of slipped off a little from my own music, and I'm like, I'm getting too caught up in like these numbers and stuff a little, yeah. but like, yeah. <laughs> you guys are getting some numbers though. <laughs> yeah. You and Ramsward, sometimes the videos you put yeah. out will get fucking like. He's kind of on the same page as me though. Like, he's way more focused on music than like the whole YouTube thing. I mean, I don't know if you said that directly. Sorry if you didn't, Ramsoid, if you're hearing this. But like, <laughs> I could definitely just tell. Like, I I've, I've worked like a whole weekend with him. He like came out to my place. And, um, like, you can just tell, like, we just want to make music, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah. the numbers are great, you know, and it's, it's a game. It's a game we have to play. Like he put out that, um, the yodeling kid remix. That shit got like, what, five, six, seven million views, dude. Like that's, that's insane in like yeah. two, three weeks or whatever. Yeah. Dude. I saw that. Um, yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking, I, I feel like I, I study everything and I know everything about YouTube and every single person that's doing everything. Yeah. I'm just constantly watching that shit. That's good. So I remember um, in that Cody Co podcast, you were saying that like some some playlist or whatever on Spotify like picked it up. Yeah. That's how it really started going. Did they find, did they know you because of YouTube? No, no, no. Um, I had uh, this guy like pitch it to them, the guy that's been like managing me. Oh, really? And that's like yeah, how we kind of built our uh, relationship. He's crazy. Shout out to Ollie. Um, yeah, he's a hard fucking worker. He pitched it to like everyone, he, and like he was talking about like the emails he sends out, and each one of them are like different, like fifty different fucking people. I'm like Jesus Christ, yeah. bro. I can't even like type correctly anymore. Two years out of school, I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, that's that's um that's something for me that like I feel like I'm gonna have a hard time doing eventually, is like finding people to work with me and finding a manager and finding I just feel like yeah. I just feel like I'm such a perfectionist with shit that like I don't know like I just yeah like, no no I completely feel give you give up the reins or whatever yeah um, it's it's like I I feel that same exact way like for the longest time I'm like if anyone you know. I just don't know what people have to offer. Like even like major labels, like what what are you doing that I'm not doing right now? Like are yeah. you? It's just like what I'm doing on steroids. That's what I want. You know, like I don't want. Yeah. I'm everything I'm doing. I think like, I know it's gonna work out. I just yeah. That's just how I've kind of been this this whole time. Um, yeah. like, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard finding the right people. I mean, you hear it's funny because you hear like. I don't know. There's always stories about like, oh yeah, man, like we were we were together since like we were 16 doing this, but like I don't know, <laughs> like the people that come on with Kyle Beats are gonna be found when I'm older. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I totally feel that. What the fuck? Yeah, a lot of the guys I'd make music with like before I completely cut off. Some Dude, that was like over bullshit. Some people just don't have the same like. I don't know whether it's work ethic, vision, or I don't even know. But, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not looking right now. I just worked with a bunch of people, like, doing all sorts of shit. Like, uh -huh. doing that app, doing videos, doing, um, I don't know, a bunch of shit. But, um, yeah. All right, this next clip, this next recording is with Nick Mira. I'm sure everyone knows Nick Mira from Internet Money. This was recorded about 10 to 11 months ago. Um, 
it's right now it's june 28 2019 so it was last summer of 2018 is when this was recorded since then he's i mean he's had so many different little placements and he he's been killing it um all over the place uh another one of my favorite podcasts so far mj nichols on youtube i would he had like i don't even know like 70k so 50k so at the time there's like the whole youtube producer community you had like wanye love um mj oh, bro, nichols I remember, he was so tight dude yeah, that was like one was of the tight. first youtube dudes i looked at because his, yeah, his artwork um, was so nice too it was crazy but um so yeah then i learned about like the type b game the top producers in that and when i met taz he had like I don't know, like 3K subscribers on YouTube, 4K, but he was friends with MJ, so I would see him in his podcast and everything. So I was curious, like, who he was, and I learned that, like, aside from YouTube, because he didn't have that many subs, he was making a bunch of money on SoundClick and, you know, selling yeah. them through email and everything. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, I think Taz or MJ was on a live stream once. I think they were playing Call of Duty. And then I came in and I met uh, DT Hits, aka Sidepiece nowadays. Yeah. And um, us three, we formed a bond and we would just play PlayStation all the time. We play zombies on Black Ops. We just play uh, Madden, Rocket League. We just play video games and like build chemistry. And yeah. it wasn't even about music at first. It was just we were all producers. And then um, as time went on, uh, Taz introduced like the idea of internet money. He's like, yo, I got this thing called internet money, blah, blah, blah. I want to push it with you guys. Um, what do you guys think? And then he took me and DT under his wings, and then we just like rolled it out from there on, and now here we are. And how did you link up with Juice again? Um, I linked up with Juice because um, side piece DT hits. Um, Juice hit him up on Twitter, and he was looking for a producer. And um, at the time, he had like 300 followers on SoundCloud, and uh, DT was like, screw it, I'll do it. And he's like, he just sent him beats and he was making good songs to his beats. And he had this one song that was already good. It was, um, I Know One Thing. And then he showed it to me and he's like, yo, this guy is crazy. He's got mad talent, but he, he barely has any, you know, fan base like that. He's like, do you want to help me work with him? And I was like, yeah, I'm down. He sounds dope. And then ever since then, we've just been like, we would send him packs and packs of beats and uh just That's text him like yo get on this and get on that and then just bump out songs back to back to back that's crazy so you guys like basically fucking like you guys basically found him <laughs> like yeah pretty straight much. off the internet that's crazy i didn't know you guys actually like um straight from three thousand followers got him like that three yeah it was like 300 or 400 yeah pretty much like ever since internet money we got a uh a label deal with um interscope and alama records uh, they let us be our own a and r's and we can scope out artists and then sign them like um paris if you, uh anybody's listening knows who paris is he's on he did tour with uh post malone and we did like his whole album um we were supposed to sign him but then some things rolled out like we were supposed to be on a bunch of people but we couldn't at the time because we didn't have the deal that we have now like glock nine he just signed for two million to um cash money and uh we were supposed to sign him when he barely had any views and he was on world star with uh jailhouse uh the jailhouse song i forget the name it's like jailhouse blizzy blues or something but um bro if i was an artist if I was straight up an artist and not a producer, I would fucking go to internet money. <laughs> I would literally go to internet money and just like, dude, like you guys are all like the best fucking 
feel like you guys are all the most like solid fucking producers. I would just go in there, hop in the studio, four fucking thousand billion beats in my folder, and just go through all of them. Yeah, and there's and there's always still room for us to improve because I don't even feel like we're making our best beats right now. Like the beats that I want to make and that I want to hear us make, like I'm not hearing them right now. I'm just making whatever like I can, but like as of recently i've just been trying to learn more about music theory and like learn more about notes and i've been trying to play the guitar again because i i stopped playing for years and years and i just lost it all i'm trying to like learn piano and everything and learn like just more about songwriting and everything so we can make more established songs because it's not every day where you stumble across an artist like juice who can just do everything really naturally and uh just organic and it just works yeah yeah, for sure. Yeah, that all. I remember that all girls are the same song. I fucking, I like texted it a screenshot to you or tweeted it to you or something. It was at like sixty thousand plays or something because I was just bumping it so hard just because it was like <laughs> that. It was like so tight. It was like my favorite song. Yeah, um, appreciate it. Yeah, it's like what the fuck was I about to say? <laughs> fucking, we were talking about this, um, just about. Like, how many beats should you make in a day? I get that question so much. It's such a random question for me to get because, like, I wouldn't even, like, I barely fucking make beats, I feel like. Um, um, I make, like, I make, I made, well, yeah, I'll go several days without making anything. But, um, yeah, I can't even say an average. But today I made, like, seven beats. But, like, all of them were using samples that Internet Money members made. And, uh, yeah, because or like it was like because people complain when you just use the argument was just like fucking how like someone was saying like oh like nick mirror made 10 beats i gotta make 11 you know what i mean but it just has nothing to do with that and just like for most internet producers like you only if you're if you're just throwing beats on the internet like one beat a day is already like too much you know what i mean it's just like yeah um now making beats for the internet is fine because you don't have to make when you make beats for the internet you can just make whatever and people will buy it because there's millions and millions and millions of rappers that and singers and artists that just will pick up the beat but when you're getting in the studio with a certain artist that has a certain type of sound you have to take more time to of course you don't make the beat for them but you have to tailor your beats so they're more approachable for artists because a lot of thing with like type beats that on you see on YouTube, half of them aren't even usable because they have a bunch of stuff that, you know, producers who haven't been in the studio with artists would realize that artists wouldn't pick those type of beats because they have so much going on in them. Because producers tend to make beats to impress other yeah, producers exactly. really online. Yeah, they just add a bunch of like filler sounds and just and like bass drops <laughs> and <percussion>. transitions. <laughs> and then you get in the studio with an artist and they're like, man, what's all that? I don't want to hear all that. I just want to hear like four yeah, sounds, exactly. five sounds. I want it to be like skeletal as possible. Yeah, I feel like I learned that. I learned that from seeing you guys talking about it and I think I just learned it from, um, I think I learned it from attempting to like make songs. Like I'm trying to make songs like in the future. They're eventually gonna come out whenever i figured out it's like a new thing for me still but um i feel like i just i just learned that from from like putting vocals and it's just like this is or like just trying to have just trying to come up with lyrics and there's just too much shit going on it's just like i don't know like i got rid of everything and like for example like when i come up with lyrics or when i come up with i'll come up with like melodies in my head just like mumbling shit it starts to go away when i start to add more shit 
You know what I mean? It's just like you lose yeah. the rhythm. Only on the rarest occasions, I feel like, does someone get those those transitions and those percussions perfect so that they'll work. Because if you like, there are some beats where it's like the song is dope, and then you're listening to the beat, and you're like, wow, this beat's fucking crazy too. Like, it has so much shit in there. Um, so on the rare occasion, I feel yeah. like it works. But yeah, that's so true. That's why I say too when I'm doing like my little beat critiques or like one to ten contests that I do on my channel. Um, or like beat battles like I always just say at the beginning I always just go any of these beats could literally be a fucking like hit record like you know what I mean like I mean not any of yeah. them but like a lot of these beats could like be hit songs and be good songs but it's just like I'm gonna rate this as a producer listening to it right now you know what I mean so like all yeah. these sixes sevens eights like these could all be dope songs just that they're unfinished you know what I mean yeah but um yeah, so how did how did like um you told me this before on the uh unheard podcast that got deleted. But uh like uh, tell everyone listening again like just kind of how you came up with that the uh Lucid Dream song is what we're referring to right now. All right, so I'm gonna break it down. So first off, um I was in I don't know, 10th grade. It's probably 10th grade. Yeah. Uh I was I had a film class and we watched this movie called Leon the Professional. You know, it's about uh, a hitman and uh, a little girl. Um, and I think it's I don't know where it is. I forgot. It's either in New York. Yeah, I think it's, it takes place in New York. Anyway, uh, the end. The uh, credit song is "Thing Shape of My Heart," and I heard it. And I was like, "That's crazy. I want to make a beat with that. That would be actually fire." And so um, I looked up the song on YouTube. I found the. Uh, I found the uh, the singing version where it's just uh, Sting just recording a video for YouTube. It's not like a performance or anything. Yeah. And um, I replayed, I heard the guitar and then I, I spent 30 minutes to an hour just replaying it on uh, FL Studio because I didn't want to like sample the raw file itself because I wanted to make it sound polished and clean. I like remade the MIDI and everything. I grabbed different guitars layered it all up and uh made the beat and i was like yo this is crazy the beat was even called uh lucid oh really I and then um <laughs> yeah usually uh artists when they try to like make songs yeah they'll read what going you around write. the beat title <laughs> they'll read what you called it yeah yeah it's like yeah it's not really a good idea to do that most of the time but this time it just worked yeah. perfectly but because sometimes artists will just go along but literally when naming my beats i just think of whatever <laughs> Dude, word yeah, comes to my yeah, head that sounds absolutely. fine and I just name it. But uh, yeah, I had the beat finished. I sent it to Juice. I texted it to him. I was like, yo, you think you could do anything on this? See, I got you. And he made the song. A couple of days later, I heard it. I was like, all right, it's cool. But like, what else you got? And then like a couple of days later after that, I was just singing it back to back to back. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And then um, he, we put out uh, the 999 tape. Well, um, him, DT, and I. And then uh, it was on there and it just racked up play among play among play and now it's got like 70 million plays and it's like it was number one on spotify and like all the charts for like a minute now it's i think it peaked at three on billboard three or four i think it's like seven now but uh yeah now yeah, it's just i remember huge. it was on spotify for for uh for a while um right before drake dropped and then he just had yeah, to ruin probably. everybody's charting I feel like whenever I get a placement or something, somebody else drops and just defeats my chances of getting out. Like when, um, when I got the X placement, um, on Live X, 
uh uzi dropped at the same time uh but at the time love is rage 2 was had way more hype behind it than uh x's debut project but they still both sold like crazily i think uh x project was number two on billboard and then uzi was number one i was like dang man if uzi didn't drop could have had a number one billboard yeah among along grammy like i said earlier um accolades uh, i want to get uh, a number one on billboard one day that'd be crazy this next clip this next one of my favorite uh podcasts so far was actually with my produced by my the first podcast i actually ever done i hit him up one day i was like yo we should record a podcast and um my such a talkative dude and he's funny so i knew it would be a really good one um in this clip we're talking about how he blew up on youtube i think in this clip we're talking about youtube music um it's a ton of good stuff it's episode one if you want to go listen to this one back all right so youtube didn't come around to like six months ago actually so i haven't really been on the youtube grinds for that long but i mean at this point it's like a job so it's it's pretty normal to me at this point but um yeah i've always just loved music and then it didn't really start until ninth grade until like when my friend Eddie, he's in like my freestyle videos. He brought me into like hip hop and all that. And like it just changed my life. Like he sh- whatever he showed me just like set a switch off in my head. And I would just go home and listen to like like so many people. And I was just like if it felt like it was an outer body, like out of body experience of how like ins- I couldn't even explain it. It was like, damn, like I really have like haven't heard this my whole life. It's like I it's it's unexplainable, but basically yeah, after you were that saying like a lot of like old school stuff like one yeah everything and- everything everything but yeah so then that was kind of like the the bridge into me so obviously i was just like on youtube i'd like watch like um this thing called battle of the beat makers and um wonder girl <laughs> my favorite producer yeah she she went there when she was like 15 f- like 15 16 and just like she won it and like seeing like listening to like i got i get like goosebumps i can watch it like every day like three times and i'll get goosebumps every time i watch it just those like videos okay so that's how i was like i kind of got introduced to producing and then i got fl studio in like ninth grade but like it was just kind of a joke up until 11th grade and then 11th grade i left high school early i got my ged i took a test and i just went full-time at community college and then that's when i started taking music seriously i was just i would upload to soundcloud like hit up people like yo do you fuck with this like you want to repost it things like that and on i just fell in love with it dude it was like it all felt so natural to me nothing was ever ever forced from the beginning of producing for me and then yeah it was like that for a year and then after i realized nothing was happening on soundcloud because that website is like trash in my opinion they (laughs) they they handle it really badly um yeah i think i think every i think that there's a lot of places besides youtube yeah it's hard to get noticed by just posting content yeah so yeah, after a year of like noticing no results, I'm like, I f- and, and, and I f- like, I've always, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I feel like I've always been like the funny person in the group and I have like more to offer than to just like make beats. And, uh, I was like, I've obviously seen sharp Aries, Ramzoid, the explosion of that. I'm like, they're starting to build an alley for people like us. You get me? So like I could take the beat making and turn it into entertainment, like fuse it with like comedy if I want to. And then that's basically how I got started on YouTube. I was just like. I'm just gonna post videos. I'm gonna keep like a schedule. Nothing like I'm not gonna take it like serious. I was like, I was still in school full time and I had a job, so it was just you know, like a side hobby. And then I just kept. I don't know. It just happened all naturally. Nothing like really like crazy happened. It was just yeah, slowly built you. the fan base until the freestyle videos. But 
I was at like 13k before then, and then yeah, yeah I dropped I mean, the freestyle videos, and yeah, it shit went crazy. <laughs> I remember I found you before the um, yeah yeah before that one blew up, and mm-hmm. I commented on it. My comment has so many likes now. Yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> I, like, I remember that. I was it's like, got oh like three thousand likes on that one comment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean that's the thing is like you just got to do something different when it comes to mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, too. so I was like, my approach was like I'm gonna do like beat making and like comedy. You know, like that's that's what I'm gonna that's the niche I'm gonna try and fill. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah, and reveal a lot like, of sauce. Yeah, that's the <laughs> thing too is like if you can, um, if you can actually be good at the craft too. Like yeah. That oh yeah, I that was yeah. Around, I, I yeah I tell that to a lot really, of people uh, who like always come up to me or always like DM me like. I want to start a YouTube. Like, what do I like? What what should I do? I'm like, make sure you have the music like ability before you do the YouTube things. Like, don't jump into it if you haven't really practiced your craft as a beat maker or whatever you're doing. That's what I tell a lot of people. What are the best studio speakers in your opinion? You just got the HS7s, right? Wow, man, they're amazing. Honestly, <laughs> they sound the same. They're just louder and they they just look really nice with my setup. Not even gonna lie. Yeah, they're honestly very very accurate um yeah rocket fives are still good though they're, they're, i mean they're just louder that's all it is i think but yeah. i think that just the key thing you need is an interface that really changed my sound personally you know what's crazy lakey doesn't use one what an interface yeah he plugs this straight from his speakers to his laptop i mean that's what i used to do i used to you like, use one now though right yeah, I mean, I oh, had, okay, like, yeah. literally shitty M-Audio speakers. Oh, no, yeah, I was on a laptop for, like, a year. That was my first year with Apple headphones. Yeah. No interface. I, I literally just plugged these, like, $30 headphones into my um, into my computer, and that's how I do everything. There's no interface, no nothing. Shitty. The speakers are trash. I, I, I mixed everything on these headphones. But, like, the headphones it's are It's all buried. referencing, honestly. Like, if you if you listen oh, to... 100%. Like, yeah, 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 you get th- what I'm saying? These, these headphones just, like... These headphones, like, didn't... Like, on the M-Audio speakers, you wouldn't even know if there was a bass line in there type no. of thing. Uh-huh. And the kicks were way overpowered. Like, the middle. Yeah, the middle range. Find, and that's why I just things, prefer interface. There's certain frequencies you, the you just couldn't sound. hear at all. And, like, on these headphones... There was certain you could hear all the frequencies. The bass was a little bit uh like the low end was a little bit low, like it wasn't mm-hmm. up a lot. And um, the I think it was like I don't know the the mids and the highs were pretty accurate and pretty even, but you could hear everything. So I knew yeah. like what the way things. I would listen to someone's yeah, beats yeah. and you then knew, yeah. hear the pump, the punch. Just, the pro- yeah, just the problem is like the problem is this is the problem is you when you're when you're on fl studio and you're using the little like the the little like windows volume thing and you have it mm-hmm. at 100 percent, it's not loud enough so yeah like, you gotta turn it up in other can't. places so my mixes were punching through the roof like mm-hmm. they were like um going because they because i they weren't loud enough to, for me to hear everything i couldn't hear if the kick was punching and the 808 was like yeah doing anything so that's the biggest difference i, I mean but sense. dude when i was first making beats i thought everything was punching because i didn't you know i had no reference so you, everything when, to me sounded good. Did you use like the limiter on your thing and have yeah, free limiter was on for a cool two through. years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. two years before, <laughs> bro. Dude, I think that's I the only bad thing like about five. FL Studio. Dude. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah, nah, I, I probably for three years probably had probably had yeah. it on. That's like three so th- tragic, man. It's crazy how bad that <laughs> yeah, is. It's so tragic, dude. Yeah, I was like, why do my hi hat sound so like harsh? Like, what the hell, man? Like, 
you. I'm listening I to never other people's had a, songs. I'm I like, never what? even used an 808 until I took the limiter off. Because like that's insane. Because because the way I make my beats, the 808 would be the last thing in there. And not so looking like, back at it, it's such a simple thing. It's like you're. It's crazy. Yeah. Evolution. This is hard to learn at first because so, it's hard to commit yeah. to that when you're not used to like exactly. Everything. Yeah. I know a lot of people who like just look at it and they're like, "This is rocket science." I'm leaving. Like, it's know? almost like it's almost like fucking. I don't know if you're playing like FIFA or something. <laughs> yeah. And you yeah. have like the automatic passing on, and then you take it off, and your passing is trash, and you yeah, can't go back, hit anyone. Yeah. And you yeah. go, "Fuck, I was doing better with the automatic passing on." Exactly. That's like what the limiter is. Like when you, yeah, if you no, take but the, it dude, off, the limiter was straight up just shitting on your mix. Like it was giving you a false yeah. sound unless you knew how to use it. Yeah. Which is really annoying. I hate, I don't know why they do that yeah i think a big thing for me i think especially with like mixing vocals and stuff too is learning how to use like compression and yeah stuff like that because i never really cared about it because you don't really need to care about that stuff with beats like you don't really need like obviously it helps you can you can invest your time but it's not it's worthwhile but like you don't need it yeah you you already said it yeah 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 like you'll get to a point where where you're hitting a fucking roof and your beats are dope but you want them to get a little bit doper yeah um yeah, mixing is always an adventure. I'm always trying to like you know expand on my knowledge. Oh, here, here's here's a good question from Gentry, G E N T R Y E O two on Instagram. Said you should talk about how you got started. We already talked about that. What did you, what you did when you first started, and how did you teach yourself? Most of it is just practice and doing blah blah blah. Helpful pointers. So how did so did you learn how to make beats just from clicking? um like how did you learn how did you learn all that stuff because like for me i before i even got fl studio i learned how to play like the titanic and like some random other songs i started yeah i started straight in fl it was no music theory behind it it was clicking see even like i don't even know for me like that's crazy like i don't even know how would you even start yeah from that point like, well it's just a lot of inspiration like i just i'm listening to a lot of songs and i'm just copying them at that point that's what that's what would you like at. would you like sample things too yeah yeah I sampled a lot i yeah. only sampled in the beginning i didn't make melody yeah i would make melodies but they're like really bad yeah they, i have a video on my channel it's just straight samples yeah but yeah, the, yeah. I, when i first started it was just straight samples because for me i think I was just messing around on the keyboard and I actually learned it was like C C major. Just yeah, like you learned all that the scale. white keys. Yeah. Um I just I honestly learned it from literally hitting just notes clicking. with my hands. Yeah. Like not yeah. YouTube or anything. I didn't look up C major. Um yeah. so like on a on a like keyboard, I was just playing C major, like dun 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 mm-hmm. dun. And then so every single time I was on some sort of like there was like some random music class in my high school and stuff that I was that I was using and like we were. Ma- I wish we I got ma- into music. We were like making earlier, beats man. on on Pro Tools. Like <laughs> yeah, dude, trash. people do that. People do that. Yeah, it was it's so crazy. Trash. I know. I know. Actually, Everything I know a lot of people who, like, who make beats in FL and move it to like uh, Pro Tools and mix there. Maybe because like the interface is nicer, but I don't know. I know yeah, I think that. I don't know. I've never like. I'm sure it's better to mix in Pro Tools, but I don't know. It's yeah. 2018. Like you could literally do anything in FL. Dude. I mixed. I mixed that stupid Laurel, Yanny, Laurel song Yanny song with exactly. with FL Studio, and it sounds amazing. Exactly. So, it does. I don't know. She got a master. We're just masters of FL. That's why it's like anything. You could do anything, any DAW, as long as you master it. Yeah. Uh, B Frankie on Instagram asks, "What are some tips for growing a channel? For your channel growing?" Well. You could start this off if you want. Um, 
I think you're probably gonna the say biggest... the exact same thing I'm saying. Let's see. <laughs> I'm thinking. Here's here's the biggest tip that I have. I think what you were saying earlier about definitely getting good at. Oh yeah. If you're doing beat making, I think you need to get good at it first. But and no, don't here's like, the problem. I don't want to be mean, but like how people don't know when they're good. It's a subject. It's a subjective thing. You get me? Like we thought yeah. we were good when we started uploading beats. So it's like yeah, you know. And I, I uh, yeah. At the same time, it's like hard. it's I, very hard to say when you. At know, the same time, good. like here's an idea: make a video my first time opening FL Studio and do a thing. As You're your just a god of like FL video <laughs> YouTube producer ideas. So that's just like too op. Damn, just really like I don't know I think it's I think if you're gonna do videos too if you're if you're trying to be a producer it's a tricky path I think mm -hmm. it's it's like the whole YouTube type beat thing is flooded like you it can is. get in there people you people can. get in there um it's like it's you like, have to be very good know, though it's, yeah it's actually like you have to, it's a it's a combination of like so like visuals like different type of visuals well here know? here's the thing is like here's the thing right is if you don't have a personal brand behind it if you don't have a mm -hmm. kind of like an identity behind it where it's like where it's like i don't know like it's like people get to know you yeah. then everyone blends blends in together in that yeah that whole exactly. thing that's, how do you separate that's why yourself that's why it's hard it's because everyone blends in together it's not because yeah. oh it's it's so packed in and everyone's doing it it's because it's so blended together and mm -hmm. it doesn't it's almost like amazon if if you're selling shoelaces you mm -hmm. go on and click shoelaces they all look the same you know what yeah. i'm saying it's like the same thing like you, you there's no way to stand out if you're just mm -hmm. if you're not if you don't have if it's just your beats you know what i mean playing to it yeah. um um so i think it's just doing something different yeah like working course. hard um uploading content and just youtube is a great youtube is like the only way i know maybe instagram's getting up there i think with the explore page but YouTube is the best way to just like post something and have it get views. Like literally, yep. your life can change by posting one video. Exactly. Um, so I think it's just doing something. Yeah, Instagram different. is getting there. You're right. Yeah. It's on the explore page. Yeah, it's just literally doing something different. You have to make people like be like, okay, I, I like I'm waiting for that next my video. You know, like you know, like they're gonna be expecting something different. You know, with Kyle, you're gonna be getting that quality, that you know, that style. Just make people like re like resonate with you and finally you know you have something different to offer than everyone else i guess that's what's really gonna push you like above everyone else or get you going at least this next clip is with chucky beats it is episode nine i believe or something like that uh my bad it was like it's it was nine months ago so it was september or august of 2018 um Chicky Beats, for those of you who don't know, he's a producer. He he does the type beats and he does the making a beat videos on YouTube. Um, we were just talking about everything. This is just one of my favorite podcasts in general. And uh, it's episode, I believe it's episode nine. I don't want to click on it, FL Studio, but enjoy. And when did you, like, after you started making beats, how long did it take you until you, like, uploaded your first video and uploaded your first beat on YouTube and... Not long, man. That? Like, actually, not not long because I used to I used to like uh, look up to like like in the gaming community, like people that that made it, like making a living off YouTube. And I yeah, was just yeah. like, I was just like, why don't I just upload my music on YouTube? Like, why not? I I didn't have any knowledge of the music industry or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. And I just 
I just started out like uh, I thought like why would I uh, ask people for um, for money to buy my beat when they can just use it for free get traffic to my channel and then I just get like paid off of the YouTube income that's yeah, what I was yeah, thinking yeah. back then like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I was just all about YouTube so I just put my music on there and then uh, like it, my first beat started getting some traction and then it all got started from there I just kept uploading and then I got into a better upload schedule and then yeah yeah you can tell that I feel like I can tell that you were because I was following your channel before I started my before I, like mm -hmm. my channel started getting any traction um, mm -hmm. I remember you were doing like you were doing the whole like beat breakdown thing and um, yeah, yeah, you could yeah. tell that you wanted to like do YouTube I remember you put even like travel vlogs or some shit too yeah, and like yeah, yeah. i was i'm a super big youtube person too like uh -huh. i just wanted to do youtube as well and i thought uh -huh. just beats and uploading beats and would, would be a good way to do that um yeah man i really like the way you 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 did that because like as you as you mentioned like i used to do try to do every single thing on one channel and yeah I yeah it's noticed, tough okay it's, this isn't working but you found the perfect way to like do that but you also notice you can't then just upload uh just a video of your beat yeah without any, <laughs> like you have to switch it up uh, you have to uh divide it between different channels it's like anything things. man it's like i noticed this um the other day this is random but you ever seen those like you know like tasty that instagram channel facebook and they uh -huh. just make yeah. food and whatever <laughs> um yeah so there's My two people that i follow <laughs> This is the perfect. This is the perfect example. This, <laughs> there's two people that I follow. This one dude is like a guy, and he uh, he makes food, puts it on Instagram. It's like it's like him. The videos of him making the food, uh -huh. and then I also follow Tasty, who's it's just like it's a camera above the bowl of food, and it's mm -hmm. just it's just like the recipe being put together in cool transitions. And Tasty mm -hmm. made a video that was pretty much exactly the same as as this other guy's channel, right? And they put it on their Instagram video, and I clicked on it, and immediately clicked away, just because like yeah. your psychology is different. It's almost like mm -hmm. if I make all these beat making videos and post a beat, you're clicking on Kyle beats to watch like the vlog series and the beat making shit. So it's like uh -huh. you go into it, and it's just like this consistency is so big when it comes to like especially YouTube. Like people are just expecting a certain thing, so when you throw them off, it just like completely throws them off. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly you gotta you gotta kind of stay true to the brand you created so uh yeah i also noticed that that's why i started my second channel as well and uh yeah really i'm really glad i made that decision because the second channel is going very well and yeah i also feel like i'm i'm building a better fan base over there than on my main channel like my main channel has a lot of subscribers but i don't think anyone would be like oh it's gone now like if my channel was gone tomorrow or something, I don't think yeah, I no, I 100% like I, I know what you're saying. I agree. Uh -huh. um, it's just like more of a connection, you know? It's just mm -hmm. like the people that follow your main channel and um, like just the beats, like they have to be diehard producer fans to like really just like <laughs> stick with yeah. it. Uh -huh. um, so how long do you think it took you to like really start getting good? Because you started uploading on YouTube couple years and your mm -hmm. channel like i mean for four years like your channel has a lot of um that's that's like almost a hundred thousand subscribers per year you know what i mean yeah um so like how long did it take you to start like getting good and start really getting traction on youtube 
like that's actually crazy think I actually got, now, now that yeah. i think about it a hundred thousand a, f- a fucking year that's like what i'm doing right now and i feel like i'm uh-huh. changing the world <laughs> <laughs> no i've had i've had years with like i don't know 150 or almost like, i don't know but like i feel like i i started getting traction even before i got good <laughs> if you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i i used to upload only like these old school uh beats yeah and for these beats it doesn't really matter how good your quality is like if it sounds if it sounds bad or or if it's mixed bad you just say oh yeah it's a lo-fi sound man <laughs> so <laughs> so like uh, i i i remember i used to uh, i uploaded one beat called real chill old school hip-hop instrumental or something like that in the title and that beat started to get a lot of traction like uh, 20k views back in the day was a lot of traction yeah and um yeah, then I just started to make real chill old school hip hop instrumental number two, three, four, five, six, seven. Up until I think I made twenty eight of them, and I think like seventy percent of those beats all got over hundred k views or something like that. So that really worked very well for my channel. These these old school beats. Uh, but then I also saw like okay, trap music and and hip hop is just evolving in general. So I started to get into trap beats, which was hard in the beginning because like. Uh, mixing your 808s and stuff is, is yeah yeah is kind of different when you come from old school beats like it, it took me a while to craft that sound and I still think I'm still crafting every day like you 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 probably know the feeling that you also you always only like the beats you made in the past month or something like yeah, that yeah yeah like um, but yeah I'm feel I feel like I'm at a comfortable point right now in in, in my beat making career so to speak. I'm I'm comfortable with my sound right now, but it took me like, I don't know, like it took me, yeah, it took me quite a long time to get there. But I feel like only in this last year I really started to to go so much faster than before, just because I moved out to a different city, made new connections, and everything started to go way faster than before. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you've been. Uh just putting out a lot of content like with the beats and with the mm-hmm. with the actual videos too um yeah just i just decided to just <coughs> go for it like you know i was kind of like okay this youtube channel is going great but i'm i wasn't really putting in my all you know i, w- I wasn't really like doing my my utmost best and right now i'm really trying like I, I even plan on going daily on my second channel like starting from october so what do you think the next way in like do you think it's still possible for someone to listen to this podcast right now watch one of my videos watch one of yours listen to both of our beats and be like man I want to be a I want to be a music producer on YouTube like do you think it's still possible for um someone brand new to like come up learn it put out videos or or beats or whatever and just still kind of come up off of YouTube mm. I think I think it's definitely possible but I think there's also um like I think the way we're doing it right now like me with my second channel you with your main channel is the way to go right now because they're the like YouTube is oversaturated with a lot of regular beat channels but like I always think and I always say to people like find your own lane and yeah. think ahead like if you just copy what we're doing right now, I think you'll have a very hard time coming up or you'll just be one of the, yeah, like one of the 
people that might also make it but you won't be a legend at, at what you do yeah like you have to you have to f- like, and it's not easy like I don't know what to tell you like I'd even look at a different platform maybe or something like that I, I, I don't know but you just have to start somewhere and then see where your path takes you like yeah you can't predict it because if you like doing something different is just like it's almost like you're going into like the fog or something it's like you're running mm-hmm. through fog like you can't see in front of you you can't look out to anyone and be like oh look at this person did it like this that's how i felt yeah. like i was when i like i needed to sell beats on instagram because i was running out of money <laughs> i was living mm-hmm. in florida like in an apartment and I needed to sell beats and like that was the only thing I could think of doing like I was doing music videos for people too but like I moved away I live in Massachusetts in Boston but like Uh, I moved away to Florida like with my buddies and like the only thing I could do was like online stuff so like I was just hustling on Instagram DMing people commenting on people's (laughs) pictures and just like for months for like four months and it was just like you're running into the fog like you don't know if it's gonna work and then all of a sudden it starts to work and you're like oh shit like got a fucking couple beat sales and then like a year not even a year later like um that next like june i think um like i think it was the month was may so may whatever october to may is i went from making like 200 bucks a week to like I made like 1200 bucks a week one and it was like around a thousand a week yeah. um just from like a, the instagram snowball effect yeah um, man and yeah, just that's, like that's a beautiful thing about it like oh it was amazing when i just, when i first started like that first week or that first month i should say when i paid all my bills and i didn't look back at my bank account and go fuck <laughs> like yeah. it was like i still saved a little bit of money and i was you know i was like still going like that first month where I didn't freak out, pay my bills was the fucking most amazing thing in my life, probably. Yeah, man. I'm like, like, uh, it's it's funny, like, because like people are often not ready to just just put in the work. Like people like to complain, but as you're saying, you you just hustle your way out of there on Instagram. Like you you just have to start somewhere and and. And you'll get there, but you just have to keep putting in the work, keep trusting the process, keep uh, bettering yourself. Like, like even, like I've I've been really into psychology. Like, listen to a lot of psychology podcasts. Like, read books. I don't know. Do mm. everything to better yourself as a person, as a as a business guy, as a producer, as, as whatever you want in w- whatever you want to do in life. Just continuously work on yourself, and you'll 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 make it like but you have you have to start you have to start doing it you you, you can't sit there like ah oh, oh, i'm not selling my first beat but <laughs> if you're not dming anyone like yo i sell beats or, or if you're not putting yourself out there life life is not waiting for you you have to go and get it and that's exactly what you explained there and it's a beautiful thing as long as you keep going is what i always say um i said this before like if you're if you're running up a hill and you're trying to get to the top, even if you're pissed that you're running up this giant hill and you're mad and you're you know what I'm saying, you're getting so pissed about it and you're screaming and you're angry, like as long as you st- keep going, you're going to get to the top still. You're going to yeah. get out of that yeah. bottom of the hill and you're going to get to the top. You're just going to get there and be like, "Damn, why was I so yeah. mad?" 
Like, <laughs> why was I screaming yeah. while going up that hill? Like, I exactly. I made it. You know what I mean? Um, especially when you're first trying to get like those footsteps. Like, when I was able to get out of that and like f- kind of figure out how to do a little bit on Instagram and make some money, off, especially because it was off of the actual craft and and whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, I always wanted to do YouTube videos too. That was like what I started out doing, but I was like, all right, this isn't working. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but yeah like it's just like once you get out of that and you have a stream of revenue then you can kind of re resettle and be like all right now where can i go from here and uh and like it's like people like aren't ready to put in the hard work but the hard work is what 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 learns you uh, what, what gives you the the ability to stay on that grind like if i if if everything just came at me like that, I wouldn't have the same work ethic as I have right now. So it's actually good to have to do that and to have to go to that process. And maybe that's even what separates people that are making it from the people that are not making it. It's, it's just good to have to go to a difficult kind of process to just keep the keep that going. Like I'm not backing off anytime soon. I'm I'm even putting in more work than I was before, even though I kind of achieved what i what i dreamed about when i was 16 or 17 or something like that like as soon as you get on that grind you almost have no time to look back and it's always like oh i just like like talking about my car like when i was when i was 17 something like that i always dreamed of like imagine this young guy this young me driving uh, an m3 was back in the days like imagine me driving an m3 and then people looking at me and then me hopping out in my flip-flops not 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 <laughs> classy in any way yeah and yeah, then yeah. i just i just drove to the store the other day and i was and i hopped out in my flip-flops and i was like damn i'm actually i'm actually doing it and yeah. i didn't even realize that i didn't even actually think about it like i, I actually did it like i just did i just experienced the thought that i had like a few years ago and that is just it's it's crazy like i just stood there for a minute i was like damn i'm actually doing it man and and then four minutes later you go fuck why am i why aren't aren't i at a million subscribers yet (laughs) (laughs) you go fuck how am i gonna get these placements how am i gonna do this (laughs) of course yeah it just keeps going it keeps going and that's and that's why i have a lot of faith like currently i also have these crazy ideas and crazy visions for the future and i just know that i'm going to reach that point at a certain time but when you reach that point it won't be like oh i'm here like it doesn't stop yeah well like Like you just uh. i feel like that's i was like that for so long like i'm gonna be happy when i make this amount of money each month i'm gonna be happy when i get to this many subscribers when i have this money my money saved up and like Uh when i when i get here when i do that but it's like i've gotten to all those fucking places that i wanted to get a long time ago like i have a hundred thousand subscribers we're still growing like I'm making a lot of money every month. I have a lot of money saved up. And I just got to a point where I was like, instead of just pushing it back, like, all right, when I get to this amount and, and can continue to push it, I kind of just go, all right, well, I want to get here to this. I made it like a big, like I have a big goal of like where I want to get to. I don't really know yeah. specifically what it is, but like uh-huh. I'm just chasing just this. I don't even know what the fuck I'm chasing, but like, it's just about the process. Like when it comes down yeah. to it, cause when you get to that point, it's like when you play some v- video game or something like, and you're trying to do all these things and you're playing grand theft auto or whatever you're playing. Like, like I, I played far cry a lot 
and I played mm-hmm. Far Cry 3 and I was trying to do this and and like you kill all these animals and, and get all these things done and blah 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 and then when you get to the end of the game in Far Cry it's like you own the whole fucking island and there's no there's nothing left to even do and yeah. you go what the fuck like I want to <laughs> go back to the start again you know what I mean uh-huh. so it's definitely all about the process and it's good to like be able to listen to people that have succeeded talking about this shit too mm-hmm. um but yeah like it, yeah it's it like people like it, it's almost like a cliche to say it. it's all about the process but it's, it's it's the truth man like if you like if you want to base your happiness or your success on things you achieve you won't be happy when you achieve them because like you have you just have to love the process like if you don't love the process you won't be, you won't feel happy doing all these things i just listened to a podcast the other day explaining that again because like it's the truth man everybody in life gets their fulfillment at, fulfillment out of doing the process and not out of the yeah. short term achievements that you like in your mind it's like oh, when i do this when i do that when i do that but it doesn't matter like as you're saying like as soon as you complete the game you don't play it anymore so like you you have to you have to set this very long-term goal like i've got this very like the same as you like i don't know exactly what it is but i know <laughs> i'm i'm heading towards it and like it, it may get even bigger like as i'm going further down the road but like i've got this goal that i know i can't reach within a year or within two years or within five years so I just keep going and keep keep grinding towards it. I feel like if you're able to just do what you want every day, especially if you're just like making beats, like if you're able to just get to that point where like when I was able to just stop working and just like make beats every day and I was making a tiny bit of money living in some like small ass apartment, that was like yeah. that was like the true only time where it just clicked from like not being happy to being happy like uh-huh. when i had when i got a hundred thousand subscribers like nothing clicked you know what i mean mm-hmm. when i made yeah. this amount of money nothing yeah. clicked like the biggest thing is just being able to do what you want every day and like exactly. that's a big part of my anxiety of like the numbers going down or or the yeah. the i didn't make enough money this week or whatever the fucking thing is like it's just because you don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose being yeah. able to do what I want every every single day in my life, especially because exactly. it's making beats. Like that's the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing I kind of worry about sometimes because like, but like at the end you need to kind of trust yourself, and that's why you have to do multiple things at once. So if one income stream goes down, you can you can yeah exactly you can just keep going because you've got other sources of revenue. But like. I, I used to only have my main channel and then uh, I had this big buzz about two years ago and then it kind of like after YouTube changed a lot and especially after the um, what was it called the apocalypse after that like it went down like like way down like really? I, I think my I think I had 120k views a day at a certain point in time and Jesus. I think it went all the way to like I think it went all the way to like 55 or something like that. So now it's back up to like 70. But, you know, you, you, you get this kind of panic attack inside of your own mind yeah. every time you think about it. But there's there's not a lot you can do about something that is 
uh, also a lot out of your control, like the way YouTube works and all that stuff. It's 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 hard to just completely be in control. So all you can do is is find new things, find new ways, try out new stuff, and and just keep being innovative. Because I I also realize right now that I did the same thing for way for for way too long of a time to 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 still be growing that much you have to like constantly reinvent yourself just to stay relevant i feel like and i feel like just doing what you did and just building the personal brand it has a lot of value too because like Uh um it's not just based on the youtube search or the youtube videos like people are gonna like remember you like that's why i think like when it comes to posting beats the competition's obviously a lot higher and it's probably a lot harder but mm. um well on youtube anyways but like yeah when it comes to like pe- like the person to person connection thing is not going to die out you know what i mean yeah so like you're always going to have that option to just post videos and yeah it's going to be fucking impossible <laughs> but like if you start to get any kind of traction you gotta like cherish it and you know what i mean mm-hmm. and think about it and whatever yeah man because like i had i think up until last year, I had like, I know I had 300k plus subscribers on on my main channel, and I had like I don't know, uh, 3k Instagram followers or something like that. You know, like yeah, people yeah, yeah, weren't following me. And as soon as I started my second channel, like right now, I'm at 13.5k or something like that, and we're gaining like I don't know 2k a month right now, which is very very good. Like compared to how I used to uh, used to grow on IG so that's that's what I'm what I'm noticing as well it's better to build that personal connection to really have people fuck with you and not necessarily with with the beats because that's very um like I uh, can't find the word like people forget about you very fast very quickly irrelevant <laughs> yeah no like uh, yeah don't I don't know like like it's like like the attention for those kind of people is very fluctuating. Like they skip it very fu- very quickly. I don't know. Doesn't matter. You understand what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, because it's only like <laughs> I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, because like it's just like a beat. You know what I mean? So it's either the people yeah. viewing it is the people viewing the 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 beat are either rappers trying to buy beats, um, mm-hmm. YouTubers or whatever else, other media places that need background music or producers that are looking up to you trying to do the same thing or I don't know like I just listen to beats sometimes it's fun to just listen to other people's beats but like mm. yeah there's no it's almost like treated like an Amazon search type of thing where it's like if you're not yeah. in the re- related results or in uh-huh. the top searches it doesn't even it doesn't really matter um, yeah so it's good to have like more more than just being on the shelf you know what I mean like yeah I don't know exactly and and that's why i'm also like i'm going to france very soon like next week to work with people um going to the netherlands tomorrow to work with a producer that's actually working on the smoke prep album which is crazy like if i if i like i'm not saying anything will happen but there's a very very small chance that one of those beats we make together ends up on the smoke prep album and that would be just that would be sick because Mm -hmm. You, that you've got some extra leverage and and it's all about building leverage and and building for building sure. relationships and i might also um go to the u.s next year uh and i'll definitely will definitely have to meet up if i go for sure 
because like um, I'm going with some uh, with some Belgian rap Belgian rappers who rap in English actually. Uh, they go to the US sometimes because they've got some very good connections there. So yeah, it's always good to meet different people and 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 work with different people to just yeah to just get inspired even more and to just get your name out there. It's very important. Yeah, it's those little tiny like um, like. So little tiny meetings with people and like altercations yeah. with people and and just like being collaborations I should say with people mm-hmm. that just really um it seems like nothing's really happening <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. if you don't like in the past like I wasn't making videos so you go to the studio or you go do this video or whatever you're doing those those little tiny events that you go and do stuff like it doesn't seem like anything's happening but eventually like those either build networks or you're learning from it and then eventually it just i don't know it just turns into a network or just like a learning experience and it helps you in the future even though it seems i'm just such like a numbers not like a numbers guy but just like all right like what are we doing this for you know what i mean like what is what are we going to get out of this i'm constantly analyzing everything i do to try Uh, to be the most productive i can and Uh um i don't know like yeah i just trust i just trust what i what I feel like often you'll, you, you'll get this opportunity and you'll be like, okay, let's do it. Or mm, no, don't do it. And I often just try to trust, but I say yes to most opportunities. Like it's only sometimes that I'm like, okay, no, this doesn't seem like something for me, but just try it. Like, for example, I worked with this rapper and, and he had to, had to perform at a very big festival here in Belgium. And he just asked like, yo, you want to pull up? So I did. And backstage, we met all kinds of rappers. Like, we even met Takashi and stuff backstage. Really? And we, we just built so much connections by just being there, by just people seeing your face. Yeah. Uh, that, like, I could have said no. I, I could have been like, oh, no, I want to make beats today. I don't know. But I just went there, and, and you get so much out of that single day or by doing these kind of things that it's like, yeah. It's it's very valuable. Yeah, I, I feel like I've become building a lot real life connections is very yeah. important as well. Yeah, I feel like I've been been a lot more open to that now because mm-hmm. I'm not just like on the scramble to figure out what the fuck I'm doing with my life. <laughs> and um, even though I do less of that now, honestly, but um, I'm more open to it, and I'm not like panicking if I'm in a situation like that just because yeah. like I don't know, and I can vlog it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the problem for me is like I I'd, I'd like to. It, it would be fun to uh, vlog some of these some of these opportunities but like as soon as you bring a camera into some of these situations like some people are like they're they're not very happy that you, you that you bring a camera into that situation or yeah or like especially here in Belgium when the main language isn't English like people start to act all weird or can't express themselves very well and 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 like the the, the tiny like if you make tiny jokes or tiny sarcastic things or something like that, like you can't always, people can't always do it when it's not their main language. Like you know, yeah. the the conversations of, often get very artificial, you know. So it's hard for me to to do that. But <laughs> if I were you, do it, man. Like this next recording is episode is from episode fifteen with Based Gutta. It was in November of 2018, or maybe October, November, seven months ago of 2018. Um, it's pretty ironic because literally 
yesterday or two days ago basically just came back to life on the internet and tweeted a bunch of stuff and i think he's gonna put out another youtube video so it's pretty ironic that i'm posting this right now but go listen to the whole episode this is just a i couldn't really find a really good clip so i just took something random but this whole podcast was full of gems a lot more to base gutter than you get from a uh youtube video um you kind of could hear more behind the the mask (laughs) but yeah enjoy yeah because i don't know i feel like buying beats on the internet at least in my opinion i don't know i'm not a rapper but it just seems kind of fucking weird like it's, it's just some things that are like i feel like you go in the studio you make a beat with an artist and you get it done you know like i don't know like what the fuck do i know i never sold a beat in my life well okay maybe a little bit but like i'm not good at it so what do i know yeah no i mean the there is a lot of those like i feel like a lot of those songs that you hear for people that buy beats is just like a lot of the songs you can almost tell that they just bought it's like a pre-made beat you know what i mean rather than like yeah like creating around the voice yep what, what's that fucking website called? The Looper Man or some shit. Man, I can hear it every time. Even if I never heard the sample, <laughs> I can hear yeah. it every time. You can hear that shit from a mile away. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel like I've been learning about that a lot more. Um, Yo, fucking everybody uses samples, though. Like, I think it was like an Eminem song and you talked about it in a video or some shit. And like some Juice World song with Future, do you see that shit yet? No. Oh, like some fucking UK rapper or whatever. He was like accusing them of stealing his song, but it was just like from Looper Man. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never like did that shit. I don't know. Like for me, creating that initial melody is like, oh, that's like that's the shit that i love like i don't know that's the shit that like i i I learned to play the piano before i started making beats so like it's more i don't know it's way more i don't get the same amount of joy if i if i pull in a loop and do it sometimes i do sometimes like Mm -hmm. this is a sick sample and you flip it in like a unique way like you reverse it and stretch it and like do some crazy shit but it's really hard for me to unless i'm like like if we're collabing on a beat and you just sent me something yeah. And I didn't want to change it because, like, you sent me it. And I would be itching to fucking do something to it because, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. I could never just drag in a sample and put drums over it. I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't feel like I'm creating anything. That's just me personally. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, man. It's both impossible. Like, I thought you were going to say that making the melody is impossible. But you were like, oh, I've been playing the piano. Because I don't fucking know how to play the piano, you know? Yeah, it's just music theory. I was just watching one of your videos on dark melodies. <laughs> I mean, how long have you been playing the piano for? Because I have fucking no musical background whatsoever. I'm just a guy, you know? Yeah, so, like, to to get it, to get it, uh, to get the facts, I don't, like, I wasn't classically trained or anything. I just did a video the other day, and... I called fucking, (laughs) 
I called like A minor, C major, or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like, wow. and that was the whole video was like on on that chord or something. Yeah, the comments. And, uh, wait, the yeah. commentators are not gonna let you live that down. <laughs> I'll tell you. But yeah, I don't know. I just fucking learned by, like, uh, my mom got me a keyboard when I was, like, in high school because I wanted one because I loved, like, watching beat-making videos and I just loved the piano. And uh, first got it, couldn't figure out shit, was fucking around, playing some notes, tried to sell it, didn't sell, sat there for two years, uh, sat there for a few years, and then I was in college and I I looked up on YouTube how to play, like, a song i learned a couple songs and um just learned how to play like the titanic and like some random oh, yeah. like cold play songs and shit just like simple like simple songs and then once i started getting into beats i was just using those same chords from those songs and i'd go dun 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 use those same chords and put drums over it and those like my first beats was like uh, the apologize song. It's too late to apologize. Yeah. Like, I just played that on the piano, unquantized, because I didn't know what that was, and put some fucking tr- drums over it, and that was my first beat. And now, like, you figure out that everything's a fucking pattern, so I can like, oh, yeah. I can hear any kind of like song or anything, and I can just r- start rolling my fingers over the keys and and figure out like, I couldn't tell you what the fucking, I probably couldn't tell you what the scale is right away, but I could tell you every single note that's used and like roll my fingers over it and play along to it. But that's how I learned how to play. (laughs) All right. But you know a lot about like music theory and shit, right? Like just from making beats. Oh, music theory. Fuck. No, I don't know anything (laughs) about music theory. Um, I just know it's patterns, you know, it's like, there's, there's like, pretty much never a time that you're gonna play four notes right next to each other unless you're like transposing you know it's like there's just some things you don't fucking do yeah yeah it's like pretty much hard to explain right i feel like it's super hard to like explain and then when and then when you know the right way to explain it and you have all this knowledge on music theory it it doesn't even make sense (laughs) if you like say the correct vocabulary and shit it's literally like I feel like that's the easiest way to say it. It's just like it's literally just a pattern. Like yeah. everything's a pattern. And it's not only difficult to explain, it's difficult to understand cuz it's yeah. like this like this scale or whatever. It's like you can call it a uh, fucking D sharp minor or whatever. It's like people use it all the time and like I'm like, oh man, I can't produce anything, so I'm gonna go to it. But you just can't because it's all about progression. You know what I mean? The progression is what's gonna make like a good vibe. You know? Yeah. If that makes any sense? Like you can't just open up a scale and then just like click in a bunch of bullshit. Like it takes a lot of fucking time. Yeah, I, f- I forget the way you worded it, but in that even in that last video, you were just like carefully you like we're saying carefully selecting those notes rather than oh, just yeah, fucking really clicking is. shit in that's like huge like pe- oh, like people that send yeah. me beats it's almost it, a lot of people that send me beats it's just like it feels like it's just like almost there yeah. but they need to like go back in and because they did the shit with the scales and yeah. the drums sound pretty good but just you need to go back in and loop those fucking melodies over and over and figure out the perfect way to yeah. like combine it all and make sense 
Yeah, man, there's no shortcuts around it. You just gotta be good at, you know, you gotta be good at it. And, um, I'm not fucking good at it, but, you know, like, I don't know. You know the fucking, uh, you ever listen to a Robert Miles? You know who he is? Um, no, I don't oh, think so. Oh, man, he makes, like, the trance songs. I know you heard, like, his shit before. You just don't know what it's called, but... Man, he makes some fucking masterpieces, let me just tell you. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like, it just takes a lot of time. Like, I wish I could get to that point one day where I can make some good fucking music for once. (laughs) What uh, what type of music do you listen to, like, on the regular? Oh, man. Well, yo, that fucking 80s and, like, 90s shit, like, Michael Jackson, like, that shit like they don't make music like that anymore you know what i mean like yeah it's not fucking present anymore but but yeah like i mean i guess i listen to it i've been listening to a lot of memphis like triple six mafia all that shit man that shit's fucking awesome you know like man oh my god this fucking year in hip-hop like who do you think came out this year 2018 like came out yeah like debut you know like any like like, six nine was it did he come out this year all right let me name them off to you six nine little baby gonna cardi b you know what they fucking suck ass (laughs) you know last year you know who we got last year? We got everything. Was that like, Lil Uzi Vert? And oh my god, yeah. We got Kodak. fucking everything last year and the past two years and shit. It's like, that's why it's fucking hard for me to make videos. It's like, this year has just been fucking dry as hell. Like, the creativity, you know? Maybe I'm just being an asshole, but like, I don't know. Like, this year is dry, you know? And I've been in hip hop for a long time and it's ups and downs, you know? I get it, you know? This year is just like dry, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. You think you think it'll come the next year, and you'll look back and say this year was good, though. <laughs> Man, so you like Lil Uzi Vert and shit? Oh yeah, uh, like even if I don't listen to it on the daily, like I really fucking appreciate the creativity. Like the last two years with X and Ski Mask and Twenty One, yeah. like. There was like the creativity was almost overwhelming, and this year it's like, oh my fucking god, there's nothing. It's fucking a wasteland. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like that could be that could play a part in like. Now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like that could be just because trap has become so fucking mainstream now, and when shit turns mainstream, it just. No, you don't think so? No, trap can never get too mainstream. Trap can fucking transform into anything. It's like, I honestly just feel like there's been like a lack of creativity. And, you know, like, I'm not saying that I could do it better. I'm just saying, like, everybody's doing melodic rap nowadays. And Juice World is like the only good artist doing it. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. That's just my opinion. Like, everybody's trying to sound like Young Thug, and it's like, oh, fuck me, bro. It's like, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Um, yeah, no, I feel that. 
when Juice World when Juice World was first coming up, they called him a little Uzi Vert clone though. <laughs> Hell no, man. Nah, he's definitely he's talented though. He's definitely fucking yeah. Talented. I never thought that. That's not what I thought when I first fucking heard him. I just thought he was dope when I oh, first yeah. heard the Nick Mira fucking the Nick Mira SoundCloud repost is when I her first heard it. Oh yeah, you had a fucking you had a bell on there right from your fucking um, the All Girls of the Same song. Nick, yeah. Nick used like your oh, atmosphere yeah. bell or something, or your uh, Electra X bell. Oh yeah, and um, when I found out, like, I was visiting Illinois with my family, and like, I just woke up and, and everybody was like, "Oh man, Nick Mira used your fucking sound in a beat, man!" I almost shat my pants. I was like, "Oh my fucking god, did he really like?" I didn't even notice. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty crazy, you know. And it, and it was probably, like, one of the sounds that I wanted to trash, to be honest, you know, because most of them, I'm like, oh, they fucking suck. But I guess he did something good with it, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that happens with a lot of, like, shit, though. Even with, for me, that happens with, like, my beats and my yeah. kits that I put out. Like, you listen to it so many times, and you're like, fuck, I don't like this. And then... You like hear you you see what people do to the beat, or you hear what people do with the drums, and it's just like, oh, all right, this is tight. Like I don't know, I feel like I do that a lot too, just from listening to shit over and over. Yeah, you know, it's like some people can work some magic with what you think is like, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, I feel like I've been staying away from that a lot, and I feel like I want to get back into it now, just like working working magic with just like effects and and like um just like mini side chains and just filters and gross beat and shit i feel like i stayed away from that because i felt like i was relying on it like a year ago honestly like that long ago but now that i got back from la and that that kid my he was just putting this crazy sauce on like i would just lay down a melody we made a couple beats together I laid down a melody and he just put some crazy shit on there like effects and different sounds and fucking with it I'd be like I was and I was like damn like I fucking kind of stayed away from that the past year because I feel like I was relying on it too much but oh yeah and um yeah mine's cool Souls KBZ they're cool they make cool shit just wanted to put that out there <laughs> you know watch this yeah, shit and watch kyle beats and watch me and make sure that the ad block is off when you watch all of our videos <laughs> you know what's crazy some kid so i didn't even know about that until some kid commented so um someone commented because my videos are pretty long they're like all like 12 or i would say the average is like 10 to 10 to 12 minutes i would say and uh just because like whatever like i film other shit in my day whatever whatever the reason is and uh someone commented like complaining about that like saying like oh dude this dude fucking dragged the video out past fucking 10 minutes just to get some extra ads and i and i replied back i was like bro i literally don't even have (laughs) the only thing i do on my videos is just turn the monetization on because like sometimes it gives you the ad at the beginning and the only reason i would i wouldn't even do that the only reason i do it is because it helps your video fucking grow because youtube yeah. promotes videos that has that has have ads on them and i don't put ones in between like all my videos are over 10 minutes with 10 minutes which is the limit for 
people listening who don't know that yeah. if you have videos over 10 limits 10 minutes you can put multiple ads and then the kid goes oh my bad bro i have ad block on so like not only are you taking money from fucking youtubers which i don't fucking rely on that but like not only are you taking money from youtubers but like you're fucking complaining about the long <laughs> time in the video so i was like what the fuck yeah no, i don't know you know everybody in the comments it's like yo we're all stupid so i'm not gonna call <laughs> the commentators stupid because i'm just as fucking stupid as yeah. them. like we all just fucking talk out of impulse sometimes you know yeah. it's like whatever i don't even fucking care you know it's like maybe in the future they're gonna realize that it's like oh man he just like he didn't put any mid-roll ads you know it's like yeah whatever it's like who cares right yeah i feel like that's what the internet is now it's just like not now but that's what the, that's like that's how the internet has always been treated. oh man yo the internet is a fucking like the deepest darkest ocean you know like there is no it's just way like people yeah it's just like people's first instincts comes into text and gets sent and then like and like like when i was on fucking e-bombs world in whatever year that was and like when websites were a thing everyone was on the internet just fucking trolling it wasn't it was like an underground thing so everyone was trolling it's like when people talk about like oh that you wouldn't last in a modern warfare fucking one chat or something like a lobby because yeah. everyone's just talking shit because it was so like behind the scenes but now that everyone's got an instagram a facebook a twitter and like everyone's kind of connected through the internet now like your microsoft account is linked up to whatever else oh, yeah. like um like the internet's becoming more of a real place so it's kind of like this 50 50 where like people are still looking at some shit and impulse fucking saying the first thing they think about and then there's other people fucking complaining about it because like the internet's so mainstream now like i i i i interact with more people on the internet fucking a hundred times more than in real life like i don't know yeah you know and, and I actually kind of appreciate people who just, like, act on impulse, you know? It's like, whatever. Like, if you want to hate on me, it's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, I don't fucking care, you know? It's like, it's just the comment, you know? Like, the yeah. comment does not, like, I'm not going to fucking hate back on you. It's like, it's just a comment, you know? It's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, man, you fucking some shit. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> you know, next topic. I don't even care. This next episode was episode six with Taz Taylor. Uh, this is summer of 2018. It was about August of 2018, if I was going to guess, 10 months ago. Um, episode six. This is one of my favorite episodes. Um, the, rec- the part of the podcast that I clipped was a part where he was talking about um, a lot of industry stuff and just internet money stuff, and it's a really good clip. So, yeah. The lucid dream shit was like top of the i mean it probably it still is in the soundcloud charts but like top of the our fucking soundcloud and spotify charts for so long and like yeah. everyone knew that song and i don't really listen to the radio now but i'm sure it was all over the radio too um there's a lot of interesting stuff behind lucid dreams bro a lot of interesting stuff i remember hearing that song well over a year ago like when it was made yeah and then just like seeing it go from this to that and all that shit it's crazy bro made me made me just understand that like 
anything's possible. You know what I mean? Because I remember hearing this song, and I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely a buck. Like I remember Nick saying, like, um, "Lucid Dreams." I was just hand with it, whatever. Like I wanted to see what else he had, bro. I really didn't fuck with Lucid Dreams. Though. Really? <laughs> I was really just like, I like all girls are the same. That was the first yeah, was song for me. Say, where I was that like, was my favorite one. Was all yeah. Girls that's are the, the one where I was like, yo, this is this is gonna be crazy. And there's a. All girls are the same. Should have been as big as Lucid Dreams, but some industry shit, business shit behind the scenes where I was looking out for Nick's best interest, and you know the label was just trying to get over on Nick type shit. I wouldn't let it happen. That's the reason why it, it got took him forever to get out on Spotify and all that shit. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of shit that people don't see behind the scenes that they want to sit here and call me a bad guy for. But in reality, they all love Nick Mirror. But in reality, like I'm making sure Nick Mirror is not getting fucked over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's my son. I'm going to make sure he gets every fucking thing he deserves. For sure. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, I feel like it's just, like, inexperience and just not being, you know what I mean, not being involved in any kind of business and just posting YouTube videos and um, just, like, yeah. not knowing kind of how anything works. Um, yeah, the, the one thing, bro, like, people get, like, you could do tutorials, you could make beats online and post tight beats or whatever. But you will never, ever, ever understand how to do actual business. And it doesn't matter who you got around you, bro. That's just something you got to experience for yourself. Yeah. Because I remember coming in, doing the designer shit, and Steven Victor hitting me outside whenever Bird wasn't even my manager yet. I was just saying he was my manager. This is my first placement. I didn't understand how to do business, period. And he's like, how much you want for that beat right now? And I was like, you got to talk to Bird. He's like, nah, I'm not trying to hear all that. How much you want for, you know, that shit. And I just panicked. I was like, what the fuck? So like all that shit happened and I had Bird go to talk to Steven and all that shit just happened and figured itself out. But like they really, if you have no experience with business, bro, people in this industry will fucking corner you and sense that and strike on you no, like 100%. a fucking shark. Yeah, there's a lot bro. of those they fucking... They don't give a fuck and they will take your publishing. They won't put publishing in a fucking contract for you. I had to go fetch that shit for the first Juice World contract for Nick. They left a whole page out of like publishing where they didn't try to include it. And I was just like, nah, hold on. Y'all better give this man all the publishing type shit. And we had to go get all that shit figured out. This is things that, like, people don't see. They just think I take or I fuck people over do all this. But they don't see the reason why we're as cool as we are and we all fuck with each other and love each other is because I love these motherfuckers, bro. And I will do anything for these guys. So I, I put my name on the line, making sure my brothers get what the fuck they deserve. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing, like... Um Cause like when I when I was like doing this, I remember I got an investment once for like a hundred thousand dollars to do this app like in 2014, and I was involved in like other smaller business things and all this stuff. But like, like I don't know, like like when you when I see you like beefing with people on Twitter or whatever, or like um, oh, I'm doing that right now. <laughs> I feel Cause like because I tweeted out, I said I said like. I'm so glad I'm not selling beats on online anymore. That shit's fake, and people just got hella upset. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I feel like you can't. I don't know, like you don't know what like a like. There's bad people out there that are not that are not given opportunities, and they're and they're like just taking what they can. Especially like the music industry stuff, because there's a lot of like gray area. Because um, you know, there's a lot of room to just be like, oh no, this isn't yours, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, like there, there is like people out there that are making a lot of money and not doing it in a good way um, in like every single industry um, yeah people in the industry and people that know know bro like it 
It's just people who don't have shit going on, so they just assume. Yeah. And that shit, I shouldn't even let it get to me, but the shit gets to me because, like, if it was just anything else, I wouldn't care. But it's like, these are my brothers, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is, the, I don't do this shit to, like, hold it over head and show people. But, like, this house in L.A., it's $10,500 a month. I rent that shit and I let everybody stay here for free. Yeah. I let everybody come out here for free. I fly people to New York with me. I fly people back home. I fly pe- I, f- I fly people here. I put them in studio sessions where people at labels literally tell me like, "You you travel with too many people. You don't need to bring all your producers. Would you just we just want Taz?" Or I like I still bring them anyways. I do not go anywhere without my brothers. I bring my brothers to every opportunity. I put them on to everything. You know what I mean? Like that. That's what gets to me is because I do so much. And I try so hard to just show people, like, yo, I really love these people. These are my brothers. And they still try to, like, turn it to, like, ah, Taz is fucking them over. Ah, Taz is doing this. And it really, it all boils down to is just because they aren't doing shit with their lives. And they feel like they got to try to bring other people down who are. But that shit just gets to me, bro, for some reason. I don't know why. That's good, though. I feel like, like, I feel like you can, you know, you can do this whole, like, um, I think you can come up in, in life, I guess <laughs> I'm trying to say like, while still like being a good person, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I feel like there's a, there's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot of like, I don't know if it's, I guess, I guess it's kind of my fault because like I kind of set that for myself, bro, for a while, just being crazy on the internet, like a couple years ago, just like being reckless. Cause I didn't give a fuck about anything. You know what I mean? Like once you drop out in the seventh grade and you you don't go to high school you're not around people so all you have is yourself and like you really come up from the aspect like you get handed a lot of money and it's your first money you ever made just from earning it yourself you kind of like fuck everybody you know what I mean like I did this by my own I don't need nobody I don't really give a fuck who likes me I don't really give a fuck how anybody takes me and shit and I was really on some reckless and wild shit until like I met Bird and he was just really like yo you gotta calm down and he really just showed me like what you know being a good person and everything's really supposed to be about and people kind of just refer back to me like on forums when i was just going saying reckless crazy shit on twitter when i was just saying i don't give a fuck about anybody i just going wild and they don't realize that like i'm a whole different person now and like i really act a hundred percent different i don't even i cringe at that shit bro that's why i deleted my tweets like four million times because like (laughs) I just really wanted to erase all that. Shit, I mean, though. I mean, I feel like everyone's just evolving, you know. Every single year, I feel like you're evolving yeah. as a human being. Hundred um, percent, bro. That's crazy. Though. Really, just trying to mature. I mean, you know, I'm, I matured a lot the day I had a son, and I really grew up since then. Yeah. I was 22. I'm 25 now. You know what I mean? So I kind of do this shit, like I said, so my son don't have to grow up. What I grew in, like, I've seen a lot of addiction. Yeah, I've seen. My fucking aunt take fucking like 50 somas to the face and try to like commit suicide and foaming out the mouth trying to like just overdosing on pills and shit. I've seen a lot of death from overdosing and fucking addiction and shit, period. It's crazy. And it's just like, I don't want my son to grow up and have to see that same shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I could be home. I could tell you right now, bro, if I was still on the internet doing all this shit, whatever, I would... 100% be working like a 9 to 5 or something right now even after the internet shit because it's just so dead right now yeah like it's I'm I'm I'm. he's I know he's proud of me and he's he's happy for what I'm doing and it's all good I'm not worried about it but people don't see the fact that like bro there was people there's people on the internet who like wish death on my son bro or wish death on my mom or all this other shit because like I was just doing what I had to do type shit 
And that's the shit that fucks me up the most is like there's actual human beings out there that like, I hope your kid dies in a car crash. Shit like that, bro. You know what I mean? It's just like people are weird, dog. And just real like weird. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just the fucking internet. The internet is just like, it's like on the, it's like super mainstream right now. Everyone's on it. Everyone's on Instagram. Everyone's on everything. But it's still not, I feel like it's still not developed in the sense that like there's still these people that are just like, you got to take some things with like a grain of salt or something because like but i mean it's really hard whenever like you know like me like growing up all i have is the internet yeah you know what i mean yeah so it's like i've gave so much to people and i've gave back to so many people in so many different ways and even like the internet money channel all that shit that's my idea yeah you know what i mean like people don't understand i was the one to make nick mirror start doing kits i was the one to make nick mirror start doing tutorials i was the one to make all these people start doing all this shit and a lot of the things people are learning now or the free game people get everything is because it all stemmed from my idea yeah. of me wanting to do this. And people just still feel like I'm not doing shit or giving back or trying to help people out. And it's just, I don't know. It kind of sickens me, bro, to be honest. Hey, I think you're doing a great job, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> you guys are killing it. Um, trying, bro. Trying on I mean, I think you guys are killing it more than uh, definitely every other... Um, internet producer yeah. like yeah people might be getting placements but everyone knows about the placements you're getting too because you're doing such a good job branding yourself on the internet and everything too so you're kind of hitting every like part of the music industry you know what I mean um, yeah I feel like but that's another thing bro is just people get placements and they fall off like people could work yeah. their whole life and get one Travis Scott placement or whatever and just never be heard of again yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like the fact that we are placement after placement after placement after placement continuously still in people's face continuously still making moves continuously still pushing the envelope forward we need to be like congratulated for that shit because it's really hard to do that but we're making it happen yeah what's like the what's like the daily schedule like for you right now like is it just completely inconsistent or are you kind of like you know what i mean like because i know for example like i always think about i love waking up in the mornings but at the same time the nighttime is where kind of all the ideas could come out and also when you're in LA and you're in studios with artists like I see you guys in these long ass sessions and you're getting out at like 7 a.m. or whatever time you're getting in and out like is there any schedule at all or is this everything just hectic right now <sighs> bro <laughs> um, I feel like I might have just answered that <laughs> nah I, I mean so uh, it's really different because I live in a house with nine fucking producers. So yeah, that's a lot. Um, er yeah, everybody kind of has their own like schedule, and you know, for a lot of people, it's like two to a room type shit. So you don't really have as much like a long time as you would want to have with yourself. Yeah. So I, I wake up in the morning probably around like eight a.m. Um, <sighs> eight a.m. I work out. Um, Taz, you've been doing P90X. I do P90X every morning as soon Let's as I wake it. up. Yeah. And then, you know, I shower and then I walk out and, you know, say what's up to everybody. Start my day, check my emails, uh, get on the phone with my manager, get on the phone with the labels and uh, see what sessions we need to be at um, or see what, like, needs to be done with my artists or whatever I need to be doing that day. And uh, from then on, we just do that, bro. We go to sessions. We be at every studio, all the studios, every fucking day, all day. And um, really just wake up and repeat it, bro. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of funny shit that happens. Like we, like yesterday, we just went out in L.A. and rode fucking birds around the city of L.A. Yeah. for like four <laughs> hours. But like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, 
every day is just something new. Like people ask me all the time, like, what are you doing on Tuesday? Can we get you in with so-so? And I'm just like, bro, that's why I have an assistant. I don't, I literally don't even know my schedule. Is there ever any, like, what's your, what's the thing you dislike the most about the industry? If there is anything. (laughs) (laughs) What what do you think it would just be Um, just like not having fun? There's a lot, bro. Don't, don't think just because I'm in the industry that I'm like, I praise this shit. I, Every day, bro, I'm like, man, fuck this shit. If I knew this is what I had to do, I'd just go back to the internet, but the internet's gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, from the aspect of, like, selling beats and doing all that shit, because people ruined it. They were all buying fake views and then buying dislikes and, like, all this shit. It just got fucked up and it got ruined. So, what I really hate about the industry, really, in general, is, like, you expect it because it's the industry that people would take themselves more seriously and be like more of a business sense. But there's a lot of people in the shit, bro, who just don't know. Yeah. And don't know and don't care. And you can handle yourself 100% professional and be the, the most business savvy person you can. But just know that they, they may not have the same training or, you, or they may not, you know what I mean, just understand. Yeah. So that and the fact that like there's no such thing as like really real A&Rs anymore. There's people, there's ARs who will bring artists to his fucking uh, a label, sit them down, listen to their music, like, ooh, I like this. Ooh, this is great. Ooh, yeah, this is dope. But they have no music experience. Yeah. They don't know how to make a fucking song. Bro, no bullshit. I literally got in an argument with an AR for two weeks straight because they had us working on this this song for NBA Youngboy. I literally got in an argument with an AR for two weeks straight because they were trying to get us to change a beat and I ha- like they didn't know what an 808 was. so them trying to tell us like tell me so i could tell the boys like yo this is what we need to fix they're like that booming tom needs to be fixed (laughs) like i don't know like the boom that sound i'm like what are you talking about they're like the booming tom like there's no toms in this beat bro and they're like the booming one i'm like the 808 they're like yeah it needs to be more like and they would literally type it out in email like boom 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 and i'm like what that doesn't make sense, dog. Like, so this is just little issues because we are like, I'm not saying we're musically trained, but we just have a sense of making music and that ability where we understand how to do it. So that's the reason why even it's signing to us as an artist, we have the leg up because we actually make music and we put records together as opposed to these other labels who sign artists just because they want to be so quick to sign them. They have no idea what to do with them. They don't know. I have no idea what sound to give them. They don't know what type of music to make with them. Nothing. Yeah, I remember I was I was listening to some podcast with Mike Stutter. He was on uh, this dude drama, the short story long podcast, and he was yeah. he was talking about because I think he's like unsigned. I know he has some weird deals, but like I think he's completely unsigned. But he was talking about how when he was going into labels, and like the first thing they said was, "This is how I said it." He's like, "So what's tell us the difference between you and G Easy?" And then immediately when he heard that, he was like, "What the fuck?" And just like. You know what I mean? Didn't want to. Um, he just com- didn't. You know what I mean? He just didn't agree with it and just walked out. But like, yeah, bro. Um, it's crazy to think that those are the people that are uh, like some of the people are like that that are kind of in control of people's fate and music in general. Yeah. You need to watch some uh, internet money uh, tutorials to, to learn <laughs> what a 808 is. <laughs> uh. All right. That was it. This episode was amazing. This episode was epic. Um, I just listened through the whole thing. And um, wow, what a great idea for an episode. Um, if you, Go leave a rating on the podcast. Um, it's It's been 
it's been great so far. It's I don't know. It's weird just looking back on things that you record and, and listening to them and just seeing the progression of not only myself, just because I'm getting better at podcasts and then the numbers and, and just the more stuff I do, whatever, but just everyone else kind of progressing and, and moving forward and just, I don't know, it's crazy. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this. There was so many gems in there throughout the whole thing. If you wanted to listen to each one of those like individually, um, they're still always going to be up. Just scroll down or scroll whatever. Uh, yeah, hopefully, I think the next one is going to actually be a video version. Make sure you screenshot yourself on Instagram. Tag me. I'm going to be DMing a bunch of you, reposting a bunch of them as always. And um, thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, appreciate it. Hope you guys enjoyed. Until the next one. Peace.